Rolling and the sound is speeding. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew. This is This Week with Drew for Thursday, fucking February 18th, 2029. On today's episode, we got what comes, big snowfall, what come, coming down. And, and the intro, it's a freestyle. Cause you know I gotta go with my flow up the top of my fucking dome. And I don't know if I'm in time. But my rhymes are tight, and my butt is tighter. Hello, hi, <laughs> welcome to another episode of This Week of Drew for Thursday, February 18th, 2021. Big fucking snowfall, what come coming down here, ripping around all across North America, actually. And I was driving with Courtney, my girlfriend, to go pick up some groceries. We ventured out in our weekly car ride now, which, uh, you know, in Toronto, you don't really drive that much anyways, but especially in a, in a pandemic and during a snow, and it's, you know, you're really not driving. Where are you going to go? You're not driving anywhere because there's nowhere to go because it's a pandemic. So we're fucking just had the car posted up. And we just drive to get groceries up the block because you can get more groceries. Probably don't even need to drive to get groceries, but you can get more groceries and it's better. So we fucking drove and it was like right fresh when the big snowfall just hit. So there was like a good foot of snow or whatever. And I'm like, whatever, driving in. And Courtney's like, whoa, like we're like sliding around or whatever. And like she's like, (laughs) because I'm driving, (coughs) obviously, (laughs) because I'm a dude. And uh And uh, and she and I was just like fine with it or whatever. And there's cars slipping or whatever. And then I stepped on the brakes and then started to slide. But I knew we were gonna slide, so I gave myself like a little extra room because we were ripping. And she's like, oh! and I'm like, buddy, I fucking learned how to drive like high as fuck in frozen tundra. <laughs> it's like uh, dodgeball, man. I've been talking about this with my fucking uh, Humber Alliance. But if you can dodge a wrench, buddy, you can dodge a ball. And if you can drive high as fuck in a minivan. In minus 40 degree weather in northern Alberta, then you can fucking drive in Toronto, buddy, doing 20K up Bathurst. (laughs) It's like we got so good. We used to e-brake, man. E-braking was such a fucking fun activity, bro. Like e-braking was it got to the point where like, yo, Mink knows about this, where we would just like e-brake out of every corner. It's like, why are we (laughs) like there's no reason to be e-braking so much. But you and it wasn't even fun anymore. And so if you don't know, e-braking is when you when you're driving and then you pull your e-brake and then you twist your wheel at this at like at the a little bit at the same time, you kind of just like and then you can drift your back part of your car out and then just poo. And and when it's the winter and it's snow and it's ice, you could just kind of woo and like you just kind of you're fucking e-braking. Right. (laughs) So Mac had a tempo and I had a van and Mink had a Supra. And, uh, and we just fucking, we just e-braked out of alleys into things. That's how the van eventually died, man. Rest in peace. I was coming around this Ada Boulevard, uh, coming West on Ada Boulevard, right at the end where it turns into 48th street. And then, you know, right at the end where it curves. And then I thought I'd come whipping around the curve, but you don't e-brake around the outside curve. You e-brake around the inside curb. See, this was my fatal flaw because it's an outside curb. So we're coming around like this way, but there's a straight curb like this, like straight. So I'm like coming, approaching this turn and then the road like slowly and it turns like 45 degrees like north. And then I e-brake and then just instantly slide into the curb. (laughs) 
<laughs> with the front two tires. So the so the driver's side, the front driver's side tire was for people who are listening. I'm gonna show it on the but it's like it was like twisted inwards. So it was like uh, like one tire was straight and then one tire was at like a 45 degree angle, like fucking inwards. So I had to drive home like steering the wheel like straight and sideways at the same time to get like 50-50 straight. Like one wheel would be straight and then I go back and one wheel would be straight and then try to just get the fucking van home. And then I remember just telling Kevin, he was just not stoked. I was like, buddy, I just fucking, I just nailed the last nail into the coffin of the van, man. <laughs> and he was not stoked. So then the fucking van was done, man. And uh, whatever, it had to be done, but whatever, the van was done. I just killed the van. And uh, <laughs> because of e-braking, because of e-braking. And uh, I think I just told my dad I slipped. I probably just told him I slipped, but I was e-breaking, Kev. I'm sorry, man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> we were e-breaking. Uh, so, yeah, Courtney was freaking out a little bit about the road conditions. And I was like, buddy, I know I could drive this sideways. Like, I, we used to go sideways over speed bumps behind the fucking, the uh, Sobeys on 137th and Vic Trail. There was a there was a big like wide alley behind it with like three big wide snow bumps and they would never clear the snow or big wide um, uh, speed bumps to prevent people from whipping around out there. But in the in the snow they turned into these humps, so we tried to we would e brake. And so you're like what coming around here and then you're like woo and then you fucking e brake sideways over the thing and you're like whoa it's like woo. <laughs> So winter driving, I'm not scared of winter driving. I learned how to drive high as fuck in the middle of winter. Um, it's like playing basketball, wooden clogs, man. Well, I don't know what cartoon that's from. Uh, so it was Valentine's Day. Did you have a nice Valentine's Day? How was your... Let's do a little bit of this. Let's go. How, let's do a little bit of... Uh, how was my Okay, so for hardcore listeners, I fuck, I did not drop the Monday podcast because I was like super busy with schoolwork, man. Honestly, like uh, this week was probably the busiest week. I'm going to have this this half of the semester and then next half of the semester, I'll probably have one more like crazy busy week like that. But we had to like, you know, I punched out like a crazy fucking 1500 word essay and then another thousand word essay. And then I had to produce and act in a bunch of commercials and uh and then fucking and they have to be it's second semester production so they got to be up to snuff which i have no problem with like he's all he's asking us to do is add eq and compression and master bus compression so it's like okay <laughs> like it's not that bad but I'm, what i'm worried about now is just like hey how, is mixing i know enough i know enough about audio to know that it's like now it's just kind of come down to personal preferences like i think that mix sounds okay bro and it's just like he hit me with a fucking, my levels were too low. And then I'm like, okay, so I hit him with a new mix where I, I personally thought that the levels were too high. And he's just like, you got to watch your vocal, your levels, your music bed levels on the vocals. And I'm like, I fucking know that. I was watching that. And I was, that's why I sent you the one where my bed was like hovering around minus 18. Because when I pulled it up to minus 12, it sounded too loud to me. But you want the vocals at minus six and the music bed at minus twelve. That's what I'll fucking give you. And then now it's and then now it sounds too loud. So what? Should I, so I split the difference at minus fifteen, I guess, because I was at riding minus eighteen and it sounded good. It sounded good at, um, in the mix and then in the master bus compression, it sounded great, man. And then the mix down sounded okay too in the MP3. So whatever. 
But I'm cool with production class, man. I like this guy. I like my production professor. He's a fucking grumpy sound guy. And I like grumpy sound guys. <laughs> I know they're ticklish. I know they're, they're stern on the outside, but you can tickle them a little bit and they'll give you a giggle. <laughs> stern guys like that, man. Sometimes you can give them a little fucking tickle. So, <coughs> so yeah, so sorry I didn't do a podcast on Monday. Um, and then, uh, also cause it was like family day and shit. And it was just like, you know, day after Valentine's day, Valentine, what did you do for Valentine's day? I believe the Valentine's day is a obvious fucking, you know, corporate, uh, imagined holiday, uh, that is wildly heteronormative and, and uses the f- flag of religion, uh, St. Valentine to like they're checking all the boxes man and then they it was just a post Christmas sales slump man February what, who's buying shit in February man March April spring's coming up you know now we got summer and uh <laughs> you know Christmas so they just needed that little fucking Q uh Q1 boost right February January February March when's Q1 start they need that Q4 boost, right? Because I think Q1 starts in March, if I don't remember business school correctly. I don't fucking know. Why don't those guys' calendars start on the same day as everybody else's? So whatever, Valentine's Day, corporate heteronormative, vaguely religious too, for some reason. Fuck Valentine's Day, but I love my girlfriend. So uh, I'm always down. That's why I try to make every day Valentine's Day. Fellas, f- fellas, you got to make, <laughs> it's time if you got to make every day Valentine's Day for your woman, right? I'm talking fucking, but whatever. So we went and got some steaks and then I was waiting in line to get the steaks because you got to wait in line now like it's fucking Soviet Russia. And then I realized I forgot my wallet, like totally by accident. Like I was like stressing about giving Terry the Kong and I'm like masking up and bags. It's like a lot of shit. So I just forgot my wallet because you don't really bring it with you anymore. Like I, where you go with your wallet? So then I forgot my wallet and now we're standing in line. I'm like, oh, because Courtney, we're going to split up and she's going to go get some other stuff, some snacks for later. And I was like, okay, I'll wait in the meat line. And then I was just like, oh, can I, I forgot my wallet. Can I have your debit card? (laughs) She's like, you really fucking don't believe in Valentine's Day, hey? (laughs) Whoops. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I just literally, (laughs) so then I e-transferred her. Like, that was my big Valentine's (laughs) e-transfer. What a dumb motherfucker. Oh my God. Um, so, but whatever, we pulled the couch out. We got a pull out couch. So we pulled the couch out and put a bunch of pillows and blankets and watched movies and had a big bowl of snacks. And that's what you do when you're, uh, when you're having Valentine's day. It was nice. And even though we have a TV in our bed, it's just like, it's like, Ooh, this is like a different location <laughs> to lay down and watch TV on now. It's slightly different. Um, <coughs> So yeah, that was how was my week. <clears throat> Just chipping away at school. Uh, let's. Thanks. Thank you to our sponsors. Okay, let's. Uh, right now is a good time to say thank you to fucking. I don't know. I'll come up with a riff for a Patreon riff, but let's say thank you to everybody who pays for the show. Uh, Anthony, Patrick, Nick, Mac, Taryn, Blair, Bryce, Bubba, Marnus, Mike D, Joel, and in the motherfucking Hall of Fame, Colette and Andre. Also, shout out to Mink and Mac and all my motherfucking homies in the hood and PG and Calm as, and Calm's new live stream, man. I don't know if you still listen to this podcast, Calm, but I'm down for your live stream too, bro. So if you guys want more content, Beverly-related hood sh- content, go check out fucking <laughs> Calm's collection on YouTube. Um, and also... 
Uh, oh, should I do the... Oh, I'm not ready for this. Fuck, I probably should have been ready to do the giveaway. Because we got a lot of entries. We got like 35, 40 entries. Hey, good for you guys. So, whatever. I guess I'll do that on Monday because I dropped it on... When did I drop that? Last week? Okay, I'll run it for one more week. <laughs> I'll run it for one more Monday and then I'll do it on Monday. So kingtutscannabis.com, that's who promoted the giveaway. Uh, shout out to our sponsor, kingtutscannabis.com. You can use the promo code DREW to get 10% off your order. If it's your first time ordering with kingtutscannabis.com, they will give you an additional 15%. So combine my code DREW. If it's your first time, you know, we give you a little bit because we're still drug dealers, right? We're going to hook you up. It's your first time, bro. Here's a number and a tester, okay? Fuck you. All right. kingtutscannabis.com. Smack like an Egyptian. And what else do we got? We got the ads and then we got, uh, I don't know what else, the liquor. I'm trying to stay off the liquor. That's been going okay. Um, yeah, I think 12 minutes. That's good. My shoulder's okay. Fuck. I'm trying to think about all the other shit that I was talking about. I'm off Breath of the Wild. I beat that game. Stop playing that back on fucking. I need a new Switch game, actually. Send me a Switch games if you guys play the Switch um, yeah, because it's just like I was playing it the other day and it's just like, well, what do you do when you beat a game? You know, like you just run around like killing the same monsters you know how to kill like super easy. Like it's just like it was kind of like boring. So I need a new Switch games because I beat that shit. Breath of the Wild. Okay. Um, and last thing uh, is I want... Oh, there was a new study that came out from the CMAC or some Canadian Economic uh, Macroeconomic Council or some shit like that, where they were talking about a fucking UBI and they started calling it trickle up economics. <laughs> I'm going to fucking trickle up economics, bro. I got a PhD pissing high distances, man. What the fuck does trickle up economics mean? It's so fucking stupid, bro. I'm so happy that I <coughs> got out of that school. When I did, because they fucking brainwash your ass into thinking that like these these rational actors, <clears throat> um, you know, motivated by self interest, will be able to regulate themselves. But it's the thing is that these are not rational actors. The whole fundamentals of like modern economic theory is that these that that that. that people are motivated by self-interest and people are rational in their motivations and they respond to incentives. But the thing is, is that 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 is operates under like a realistic expectation of profit. But the thing that they really teach is profit maximization, which is uh, like by definition, like unsustainable, because how can every single business like keep making inf money every year? Like, in, uh, not, like how, it's impossible for a business to continue to grow year after year after year after year after year like that, unless you start to see fucking, you have to start chipping away. And one of the only places that you can chip away at that, uh, at your overhead to continue to show increased profits is through labor. That's why in America, the, the minimum wage is still 725 nationally. Like that's fucking crazy. In Canada, I think it's like 14 bucks or something, which is still not kept up with inflation. If if the, the real living wage in Toronto is $22.08 an hour, that's the real minimum living wage. So that we're talking like, for absolute entry level positions, the minimum living wage to live in the city is $22.08 a fucking hour. 
So CMAC or whatever the fuck that plate thing is just came out with like a, uh, there was a study and they started call, calling a UBI trickle up economics to try to trick these guys into just being like, yeah, like it, it just like you got to use their words <laughs> against them. It's just like, because this is the thing is that, um, the, it goes back to the rational actors. So you look at the top and you're like, well, rationally, you would say a rash, a man who's made a billion dollars rationally, why would he work? That's not very rational to go to work every single day when you don't have to, right? But then also, a conversely, on the other side of that, a rational actor would, when you talk about, well, if we're going to pay people to do nothing, then why would they go to work, Right. That's would again a rational actor, but in in when it actually gets played out, the opposite happens. Whereas that it becomes a fucking the rational guy at the top continues to rationalize the amount of money that they're making, and the guy at the bottom is like I, they feel like they want to contribute to society. You know what I mean? I feel like there's people that um, the the giving people the minimum amount of money, like telling people that they have to participate in the market economy or else they will starve to death and have nowhere to live. Like, unless you participate, you die. Like, that's not a free market economy. That's like a fucking, that's like a dystopian nightmare, bro. Is like either you participate in this fucking, this like gauntlet, this fucking war world, or you die, man. And uh, and I just feel bad for people. So it's just, yeah, I think it's about, and, the, and a lot of retractors would be like, oh, well, where the fuck? I'm gonna stop talking about economics soon. But it's like, they're like, well, they view it as just like the same way that they do like labor wages where it's just like we're just paying somebody, but it's like it's not really like that. It's offset through taxes and it's and it's a basic living amount of of, of money that goes back into the economy. It's not like you pay somebody 1800 bucks a month. They're going to just do fuck all. It's like, okay, well, all that money is gone. And then what? Does that person feel okay with having 50 bucks left over at the end of the month? Like they're cool. But, and then and then having fuck all to do all fucking day long. And then what? And then no money to do it with? Like, that's like, it doesn't make sense. People want to work. And, and when you give them the baseline amount of money to live, then they then uh, they would still continue to work because people want to make more than you want like if you're drowning you'd want more than just your nose sticking out of the water <laughs> like you're going to work a little bit harder to maybe pull your whole fucking head out so if we just lift people up by the nose and let them breathe then <laughs> i feel like we might start getting somewhere okay that's a good analogy, though. So whatever. Fuck y'all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Get Patreon is now in Canadian dollars. So if you've been thinking about it, it's only five bucks a month, man. If you listen to the show, <coughs> it's only five bucks. Mink, you, go, you don't got to do it because you're my best friend. So obviously, don't do that. But anybody else who isn't Mink, sign up for the fucking Patreon. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll put the music up probably before this, actually. Great. Good talk. Very nice.